kids, it's me, Jax, your host of Here for the Booze, and welcome to the last episode of season one. Are you ready? Because we're going to be talking about The Bay. So I decided to, to talk about this movie. Actually, I wanted to do it next season, but then what I originally wanted to do for the end of the season didn't happen because I'm an idiot. So no worries, it'll happen next season. It's cool. I just wanted to end the season with something cool, but... This movie's pretty cool, and I figured it's an underrated, you know, unknown-ish kind of movie, unless unless you're into found footage, because that is what this movie is, which some people don't love, but I, I like a good amount of found footage. I feel like Cloverfield was good, as I've said before, As Above, So Below is one of my favorite movies um, that I like to watch a lot. Yeah, this one I, you know, I wanted, I felt like it would be a good one, because I actually hadn't seen any other podcasters in the last few months talk about this movie. So I figured, oh goodness, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many horror movies that other people are doing that I've never even seen or heard of. So I definitely have a list of things I got to check out. So hopefully you'll want to add this to yours or you did add it and now you're listening. Anyway, the movie's called The Bay. Actually, no, wait. Shh. I didn't even tell you what I'm drinking. Goodness, goodness. I'm getting too excited. I'm getting too excited. I didn't write too much of this one uh, out as I normally do, so that's another fun feature for this episode for you guys, <laughs> as I might be a little all over the place, but work's been a little crazy, so I, I kind of need to have a little fun, so let's have some fun, okay? Let's go. Oop, sorry, that's the can. I'm an idiot. All right, the can of beer that I'm drinking, yes. Now let's talk about the drink, finally. I'm drinking Exhibit A, the Cat's Meow, probably one of their most like well-known beers, I would think. At least that's what I know. Uh, I actually have this special glass that is, quote unquote, for this beer. It's got the little cat face on the black cat face on the front and a little tail with the little bum on the back. It's wicked cute. Wicked cute. Um, It's a local brewery to me. If you're local to New England, they're in Framingham, Massachusetts. They're great. They're definitely a good a good spot to go to. Sorry about that. (laughs) I think his Facebook thing's going to be going off, so apologies already. All right. Uh, where was I? Sorry. My beer. So, yeah, it's an IPA. It's just a New England IPA. It's very hazy. Very. It's hoppy. I would say it's more hoppy than than juicy, if you will. It's definitely got some burst to it, I will say. I'm horrible at describing beers. Uh, I can describe wine way better. But this, I like this. I've, I've just been drinking IPAs a little bit more over the last probably like three years I've been like a little bit okay more okay because I've discovered that they're not all just like wicked hoppy and sharp and sour in a bad way because I love me a sour beer but yeah so I'm gonna drink this tonight because it's got a cool can and I got the glass so why the hell not got a cool picture up on it on my Instagram so if you're not following me like please do so quick no I'm just kidding no please go find me on Instagram I post a lot of progress of my little creepy corner and my horror coll- my horror vinyl collection, excuse me, if you didn't listen to the last episode. So yeah, there's a lot to check out. I did a little Freddy photo shoot. It was actually like really fun. It was like a girl's day, but the guy was a photographer. So because it was like me and my two girlfriends that did it. So it was really, it was a good time. Sorry, I'm drinking the delicious beer. Anyway. All right. The Bay. Came out in 2012, like I was trying to say earlier. 
directed by Barry Levinson. Uh, it's a Blumhouse. I always said it was Bloom, but I guess it's Blumhouse. Blumhouse Productions uh, movie. So this is early on into that scene of Blumhouse. Barry Levinson made this to save the real Chesapeake Bay. He's from Baltimore. Uh, so this movie is like, you know, kind of his, you know, love letter to let's protect the environment. <laughs> Minus the bug that's here, the facts of the bay having 40% of the bay die off because of agricultural runoff is true. So, yeah. So minus, like, what we're going to talk about in the movie with these creatures, everything that he talks about that's wrong with the bay, and the we'll get into it, but all of that is kind of true. So, and the Chesapeake Bay is not the only body of water that is like this, I can guarantee. So it starts off... With the girl from Pitch Perfect, Kether Donahue. Yeah, the bitch that said Chloe, a.k.a. Britney Snow's character's breath smelled like eggs in the beginning of the first one. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to reference Pitch Perfect whenever I can. F-Y-I. No. <laughs> no, I thought that that was kind of funny because this is, I feel like this was filmed before 2012. So I'm not 100% sure... I have no idea because it seemed like it was 2009, like some of the things I was reading. But we all know that movies can be made, you know, way before they come out. I'm pretty sure that House of a Thousand Corpses was shot like two years before it was released in theaters. So, yeah, that was a long time. But anyway, I digress. Kristen Connolly from A Cabin in the Woods is in this. You know, this is a really great low budget movie. And, you know, when it came out, you actually didn't really know a lot of these characters. So it felt a little more real. You know, these found footage films always feel real because you don't know who these people are. It's why The Blair Witch was so effective. And that's why most found footage, if they do it right, is like gold. It's, you know, I don't know. I loved Quarantine, even though that has kind of like a cast. But, you know, I, I don't hate... The, the camera. I really don't. I think they've done a good job with it not going crazy and moving around. And this one's definitely not uh, bouncing all over the, the, the screen kind of thing. There's certain scenes, of course, but it's definitely not the whole movie. News clips to start the movie that are about dying animals all over the place, like in the bay that they're just finding washed up. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's a little chaotic in the beginning with the news which is kind of cool because, like, I mean, this movie just hits hard and doesn't really stop. You know, it doesn't, like, this movie is a constant, there's not really any lulls because you're learning things. I don't know. We'll, we'll keep going. But it's, I really like the pace of this movie. It's a story told by the main character in the present. She's, like, a newscaster. She's, like, trying to get her big break. And I think she was, like, uh, at this Fourth of July festival to record and report a, well, she has a cameraman, so she wasn't recording, but she was there to report. I think it was a hot dog eating contest, so that was a little weird, and she was, like, super excited about that. There are some moments that it's, like, funny. You know, like, she mentions, like, why didn't anybody tell me my pants were so tight? Like, it's just, like, little things in it that are kind of just break the, the, the tension, but at the same time, the stress in her voice, you're kind of like, eh. all right. So before the 4th of July, scientists, a couple of scientists, I think there might have been like oceanographers, were found dead in the bay after they were reported missing. And I guess from the news reports, it looked like they had shark bites, which is kind of odd. Because shark bites, to me, seem distinctive. So for them to kind of question what it was, I mean, obviously, I'm no coroner. So, you know, and everything in water looks different. But 
they were they just immediately said shark. So obviously there's flesh missing and there's, you know, some kind of wound. But you don't see anything because it's the news. So uh, and then, of course, you've got the mayor trying to prove the water's fine. And he's like drinking the water and it's kind of like Jaws. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even it's not happening, you know, so we're just going to keep going so I can make money and look good. And everything was fine until all of a sudden, like, you're seeing the festival kind of go on. And this lady, is, like, it it starts out with the news clips. Then you see her talking in the present about the past. And then there's the flashback of her, like, getting ready to do the news crew. And then they're, you know, kind of walking around this little, you know, town area. And then you're just kind of, like, in it. You know what I mean? And it's spliced a lot with the future stuff. So you see some clips of the oceanographers when they're out in the bay. And they're telling you, like, what they're learning. And you're, and the, I think it's dated from like end of May or something. So this is like six weeks before this happens or so. Maybe like, yeah, probably about six weeks. So, and then all of a sudden these guys, these people are dead. So they found something crazy and there's like found footage of, excuse me, found footage, you know, cameras from other people's things. So it can be a little, it, they've actually, it wasn't really confusing. I'm just making it sound confusing because I'm not trying to go scene by scene in this. Um, but it's interesting because you know, what these scientists are saying and what they're finding aren't really things that we don't find. Did I say that? Was that a double negative? I guess what I'm trying to say is <laughs> what the scientists find are things that we would find more than likely in the scenario that they're putting this in. But the oceanographers start to find things and you start to, like I said, little by little as you're being spliced into what's happening in the during the festival. All of a sudden, like I said, when you see that lady, that lady who was walking through the streets all bloody and she's like crying for help, like everybody's just kind of like watching her and getting scared. But then all of a sudden you start looking around at people and like people have these like boil like things on them. People are starting to throw up and get sick, especially during the hot dog contest, which could have done without, but that's okay. Yeah, it's just like crazy. And then the first person died at like 1245 on the 4th. So, I mean, like this all happened, I think, around like 11-ish. You know what I mean? That this woman shows up and she's bloody and she's like not feeling good and she's like something's wrong and then somebody's already dead. I, yeah, I, I Like I said, I, I think it takes place in 2009, quote unquote. Like I don't think it was filmed in 2009. I think the, the movie's supposed to take place in 2009. Then all of a sudden you hear like the paramedics or I can't remember if it was, you know, somebody says like people's tongues are getting cut off, you know. You know, it's a little, you can't really, you don't see it yourself, like people's tongues cut off, but like you'll hear like recordings of people and they're like, like there's, they just, they have no tongue so they can't enunciate any of their words. It makes it scarier because they don't show you. You just kind of hear about it and then you hear little examples of it and then you realize that the mayor, you know, through all this like data that has been put together after the fact, you realize that the mayor was informed of this possible issue the oceanographers found weeks before the, all these now present issues arise. They suspect fertilizer runoff causing this bacteria in the fertilizer, because there is bacteria in fertilizer, if you didn't know that. It's causing this bacteria to form and, just, and mutate into something else. Because there's like other things going into the bay that are being dumped or something too. The way they describe it like way, you know, it's crazy. And they like these, these little like isopods have like evolved. And the funny thing is, is that 
you know, when they say what it is and then you see the giant fucking beetle, you know, the beetle thing like come out of that fucking fish, like holy shit, the creepiest, oldest living things, yuck. So like all the pictures that you see of the bugs in the fish or the giant one that they have, like, uh, it's not a 3D model because I'm pretty sure that that's like a, not ta- like almost like taxidermy, but it's bugs, but like that's a real, they can get really big. So, like, this movie, <laughs> it's true, but it's not, this didn't happen, reminder, it's not happening in Chesapeake Bay, but, you know, these creatures that he puts into this movie are real, and I don't know if this would happen, because I'm not a bug person at all, but I, I wouldn't doubt that, you know, some of the things that we do have made you know, like super bugs, you know, there are, there are bugs that have become resistant to things over time because of our presence here. So, uh, you know, this, this whole scenario, this movie, like really isn't that far fetched. So it's kind of fucking cool that, you know, like something like this possibly could happen. You know, we talk about how like we could turn into zombies as people, but like, what if all the animals started mutating? You know, like that would be, we're not talking just bugs. We're talking like everything. But anyway, back to the movie. So it's interesting too how this main character is like still like in reporting mode as like things are shutting down. People are running away. Like there's literally like nobody around and she's still trying to like be a reporter. And I'd be like, oh, fuck that. I'd be ditching that mic and trying to get the fuck out of there and be like, yeah, no, see ya. I don't get paid enough to die here to report. But I, I don't know, I guess maybe being a reporter is like, get the hard story. I guess maybe that's why I would be a shitty reporter. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of odd. But at the same time, I guess it was kind of good that she was recording because then she was able to show certain things that people could have denied, possibly, you know. You know the only thing that was sad was when the younger girls are like FaceTiming because the hospital's overloaded and she's super scared because her parents like left without her. She even like, oh my goodness, the, the FaceTime conversation that you see between the two of these girls is like pretty heartbreaking because <clears throat> I can't imagine being a kid in this situation and your parents just leave you. And I don't know if it's because she was infected or if it was because they were infected. She didn't really say, oh my goodness, it was just crazy. Yeah. And she's scared because she's got these boils and she's in the hospital and all these other people in the hospital have all these boils too and I'd be wicked scared like people are screaming I mean it's like it's a kind of intense you know situation going on there you know this woman's like banging on the glass like help me oh my goodness it's it's this is this is a well done I you know I wouldn't say it's like super desperate and like you, you know but you kind of get a little sense of panic you know a little bit at least I did You know, and now you're thinking, like, at least I was thinking at this point, like, of course it's the fucking mayor's fault. God damn it. And then then you see him, like, sitting in a cruiser after the deputies um, had died in, like, a murder-suicide. Because they, two deputies had gone to this person's house to help him, but he didn't have his tongue. And you can hear him, like, not be able to enunciate, like I was saying. And I feel like all of a sudden the bugs the isopods started coming out of him. So that's what you start to discover is they'll eat your tongue, which is, there is a parasite that does that to fish, which I don't remember what it's called. 
Cymothia exua. Oh gosh. Yikes. It's part of an, it's kind of like an, it is an isopod. So that's just a fancy, fancy name for it. But the, you know, these things are real, but I don't know if, (laughs) I don't know if they'd be crawling out all out of our bodies, but that's what the movie depicts is that you get infected because you go in the water. They enter your body because they're really little as like, I don't even know. They didn't really like, because I can't imagine, like it must have to be like, they must have to be like larvae. You know what I mean? And then they just rapidly, that's the other thing is their re- their growth cycle is very quickly. Is very quick. I used the word wrong. Sorry. I guess this beer is, geez, I haven't even drank half of this. Jeez. But yeah, so they had gone to this guy's house and then they, you can hear them like talking with him because I don't know if, if they had their walkie talkies on or like a body cam type of thing, but they saw the like, you know, isopods coming out of him and then they got infected somehow. So, but I mean, the water, they had already said that like the drinking water was infected. So, you know, everybody was pretty much kind of, kind of screwed at this point. (laughs) But yeah, after these deputies have killed themselves, well, one of them in the house, like, yeah, because both of them, yeah, there was two, because one of them came out and tried to stop the sheriff and told him to like leave but the sheriff was like, come on in the car. Like, it's cool. And this guy's got, like, blood in his face. And he doesn't really look right. And then the guy just shoots the sheriff and then kills himself. So the mayor is, like, sitting in the cruiser. Like, oh, my God. Like, what do I do? And, like, everything has just, like, collapsed. Kristen Connolly's character was, like, boating in from... I can't remember what they said. But it was, like, a, like a four or five hour boat ride to Chesapeake Bay. And she was going to visit her family. And, like, her husband went swimming, and he ended up getting infected. So, and then you see, like, some teens, and then they were never found. And apparently they had swam into, like, a school of giant isopods. And they had just been, like, pretty much eaten up. Like, what? What? (laughs) That just seemed a little odd. But, you know, this movie just shows so much carnage that these things have done. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, how do they get rid of this? Because I had watched this years ago and then I recently just watched it like three times because I wanted to make sure that I grasped everything out of it that I wanted to. And I wanted to make sure that I talked about things that I wanted to. That's That's what people don't realize is I don't just like watch a movie and then just come in here and talk. Like I write. This is this... Yeah, I write. <laughs> but that's all right. I mean, I want to make sure that I'm telling you guys the right things, too. I'm not just, like, spewing off what I think. But, yeah, so the mayor is, like, dumbfounded at this point because the sheriff's dead. And he's, like, in the cruiser by himself. So then he drives the cruiser and somehow ends up crashing it. And I can't, I really can't remember because I think at that point I was writing. So <laughs> I like looked up and like, oh, he crashed. Cool. So he must have like he, he swerved. I don't know if there was a person. It doesn't matter. But, you know, it's it's crazy because he, he ends up, you know, when he crashes the car and he ends up dying from the injuries that could have been prevented if emergency services was in place. Well, available because everybody was, you know, kind of in the hospital trying to get those people, you know, to be fine. So the way that they were able to get rid of the isopods, which I don't really know if they would have been able to contain them because they kind of just said that they were like, oh, I'm granted, this is a movie. It's a movie. This is just my analytical head just kind of going off. But if they killed it with chlorine, they said that they dumped a bunch of chlorine into the bay. 
But how do they know that the isopods didn't go further? And that now they're mutating with, like, I, I don't know. Like, I was just kind of like, all of them? Like, you really got them all? Huh. Interesting. Like, I, I mean, it's, like I said, it's a movie and it's just me. But, you know, it, it's a, it's a really great way to take something boring like a documentary and then add a little twist and now people want to watch it. Because Barry Levinson was tasked to write a documentary and he was kind of like, nobody wants to hear about why the bay is horrible and polluted. So why don't I watch, why don't I make a movie that's based on some truth about what's going on in the bay? And let's put a tiny bit of science in there and some real, you know, creatures that can, that are real, <laughs> you know, like go Google isopods, like go Google pictures. They can be, they can get big. So like it's. You know, this isn't a too far off type of movie. So that's why I kind of appreciate it. You know, if you haven't noticed, I'm kind of a huge science nerd. So anything for me that can kind of make sense scientifically, hey, I love it. (laughs) Uh, This was a great found footage film. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I, you know, like I said, I wanted to have something on here that... You know, I don't want to just talk about all the movies that we've all seen. You know, like when I talked about The Conjuring, I didn't just want to talk about The Conjuring. I wanted to put a little fun into it because I don't know if people know. Well, I don't know if people knew. There we go. Patrick Wilson was in Phantom of the Opera. And then he was a good, like, actually a good singer. (laughs) But, you know, next season, we're going to talk about some other really great movies and some really good topics. I'm hoping to have some more interviews, guests, who knows? I'm, I, you know, I'm really hoping to open the door to some new material. So if there's something that you guys want me to talk about or a movie you want me to check out, please, please send me a message. I'll get back to you when I can. I usually respond fairly quickly. <laughs> I'm only saying I'll get back to you when I can because sometimes I don't. So normally I'll respond that day, but you know, not that I'm getting tons of messages. So it's cool. I, I want the audience to be, which is you, to be involved more. So, you know, I also would love to have somebody come on the show with me and talk about some stuff. If you want to talk trash about a movie that I like, let's do it. If you want to debate why, you know, Toxic Avenger is like the best movie ever. Cool. Let's. Because I've actually never seen it. Yeah. Never. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that season two is, is going to go a little more smoothly for me. You know, this is the end of season one. Like, this is it. This is crazy. You know, wow. Like, I, this has been about, like, six months that I've been doing this. And it'll be a break from new content for you guys. So be sure to stay tuned for the next season and when um, I will announce that date shortly. But, you know, thank you all so much for tuning in and subscribing. I, I swear I won't be gone for too long. I, I, like I said, I, I want to, uh, <laughs> want to get a little more organized. I'm going to try to pre-record stuff. So like, that's why I'm telling people to send me stuff now. So if there's something like if you, if you're another podcaster and you want to come on, message me and we'll talk, we'll talk about a movie. We'll talk about a theme. We'll talk about, you know, I have some questions of other podcasters and you know what, you know, why they pick some material. So we can totally talk about it. Let's make season two. Awesome. Because I'm ready for it. Are you guys? Good. Because you don't have a choice. No. (laughs) Just kidding. But for now, I'll leave you with this quote from Jason Blum. 
The key to a good horror movie is what happens between the scenes. The scares aren't the tricky part. If you're involved in what's going on in between, the scare is going to trick you. If you're not, the best scare in the world will not be scary. Good night, kids. <laughs>